What is up, everybody? This is Aries with the Keep It A Buck podcast, uh, your host. And for episode 13, we, we finally have the one and only. I don't know, it's crazy because. Hey, dog. You, you want to talk? Me, you can talk, bro. Your girl's singing my songs in front of you. Let's set this track right out real quick, man. You heard that new Baymax? Y'all gonna know who this is, dog. Pull up skirts, six feet, one eight five on the dash. Right hand in between your thighs, left hand making sure we don't crash. Off the top of the G wagon, I want everybody to see us. Put a little bass in my speakers. What to do? What to do? It's me again. Really, really nice to meet you. No, no, baby, we not finished. Gotta put a little bit of hurry up in it. Hurry up. Take a little time off, but it's go time now. Free the home team, we gotta get to it. And I ain't making no excuses, baby. Tell me who else could do this, baby? Who can make all the poly women shake? Didn't know already. Yeah. We got Muff Baymax in the building. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, the one and only Mr. Helen Nassie Baymax. How's your wives? How's your water bottles? I'm about to keep it a buck with y'all, man. Aries, thank you for having me, brother. Of course, bro. And then we got we got Chunk in the building as well. Oh, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Uh huh. If you guys haven't heard uh, the Chunk episode, is the first episode I, I've ever done. So go ahead and peep pe- that. People blew that up. So. Um, but yeah, man, Baymax, it's finally nice to get this scheduled and, and uh, finally, man. I know we we rescheduled like five times, six times. So, hey, man, we had to make sure the timing was right, bro. Rest in peace, Big Frank, man. Yeah, R.I.P. Stay yeah. groovy, stay groovy. I, I I mean, I'm sure all my siblings can say that we appreciate the the shout out for Big Frank in that intro. Absolutely. Stay groovy, yeah. love you, pops. Um, but man, let's just get into the the album. That's the intro to uh, Summer Love. Yeah, uh, Baymax's debut album. Yes, sir. We're about five days removed from the the drop. So, h- how do you feeling about the just everything you, Dave you received on the album and stuff like that? Man, I feel good, man. Like I've been getting a lot of like uh, great feedback um, from a lot of people that usually don't like hit me up. A lot of people that I look up to, man. They've been shouting me out, and <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's, it's a good experience, bro. Like being my first Dolo album. Like, I'm known for having a lot of features on my songs, so to yeah, crank out a project with just, like, Chico and Fatboy, shout out to them. Like, yeah. man, it's big for me, you know, personally, so it's, it's a big win for me, but also just for us, you know, the whole Hurry Up camp, the Wave Collective. Yes, sir. All of us, man, so I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm grateful, bro, and I'm happy, man. I'm happy with how, how things are going right now. And I think, I mean, just for me, uh, I had one big question about this album and, and you as an artist is like, can Baymax hold it down alone for a whole album? And I think you did that pretty well. I'm not going to lie. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot, bro. That, yeah. that was my biggest critique from a lot of people, man. Like, 
I could kill a hook, I could kill a verse, but can you do a whole song by yourself and, you know, be consistent with, you know, your verses matching your hook or, you know, vice versa. So And, and you definitely displayed that with this album. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. And like you said, you do a lot of features. You pop in here and there yeah. on your own verses, your choruses that you've done on many songs, but um, which I'm not hating on, but like, I don't think... For me, I get enough of, of Baymax on tracks because you it's very quick. You yeah. pop in really quickly, and then you like just you know do your thing on on songs that I've heard you on. So yeah. I think I always leave a song that you're on like I want more Baymax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just gotta I gotta tease him, man. I gotta you know <laughs> put my little sugar on top, but it, it's good to finally have somebody eat the whole cake. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Mister Make It Do What It Do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mister Make It Happen. <laughs> And uh, I mean, Chunk, what did you think about the album? I'm uh, from start to finish is it, it was a solid album. Um, with the albums, the other albums that have dropped from other artists this year, uh, this album, like I said, from start to finish was the repip, the replay value for it was was dope, and it's still to this day something I put in my rotation daily as a DJ, as a friend, and as family. I definitely have like five, six songs that have made my playlist. <laughs> like I listen to every day, yeah. including that intro. Like I listen to that intro almost every morning. I go to work since you, this album dropped. Heck yeah, man! Thank you. Um, but I wanted to ask you uh, for pr- production of this whole album and like uh, mastering. You did it all yourself. Yeah. So um, as far as engineering, like the vocals and recording and <clears throat> just setting up stuff, how I wanted to do it, how I wanted to like uh, compose it. It was top to bottom was you know ninety percent me. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the most of the beats were from YouTube that I bought, and then uh, there's one beat that I bought from uh, a guy named Sprout and uh, Layton. They from uh, I think I want to say New Zealand, man, but somewhere overseas. But they're killing it over there, man. They got a lot of big uh, uh, they're big producers for the overseas artists like Kenyon and you know oh, yeah. all the boys over there mm-hmm. holding it down. They get big love over there, so for them, a, lot of, so, a lot of noise over there. Yeah, man. Overseas. So for them to show love to me and, you know, actually when I, I did that song, it was complicated that they produced. And then I just, I heard it on TikTok, downloaded it, and I just did like a quick little freestyle on it. And, you know, they were they were loving it, man. I was like, man, you cool if I post it? I was like, yeah, man, post it. So I hit them up. I was like, man, can I buy the beat? I was like, yeah, man. So I bought the beat from them. And then most of the production from the beats, that was the main one that I bought from them. And the other ones were like from YouTube. And I found that not a lot of people touch. Yeah. Because a lot of beats are recycled, but yeah. try to find ones that like people wasn't messing with that I could turn into, you know, mm-hmm. the beat won't carry me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could slide on it and, you know, murder it. So, yeah, most of it was top to bottom was me. But, you know, shout out to my producers and my features, man. They played just as big a part as I did, you know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> big time. And uh, was it a, a point to make on this album for you that, I mean, you had one song that had features on it. Yeah. And was it a point to make just for for you or to prove to everyone else that you can do it alone? Because I know you're known for having features, but yeah. you had one song out of uh, 10? Yeah, 10, tra- 10 tracks. So is that a point for you to make, that you can do this on your own? And It was, I can bro. make a whole project just by giving like 98% of Baymax. It was a big point, man, that I wanted to prove to, you know, not only to everybody but myself, you know what I'm saying, that I can do this, you know what I'm saying, like by myself. Like I don't have to lean on a good feature or mm-hmm. somebody that can mesh good with me, like, it's just me, you know what I'm saying? So the only song I had features on, I wanted to make sure it was, like, people that I started out with, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, I owe the world to, Fatboy and Chico. 
PJ, shout out to Beach, man. Those are like my main mentors that I always pay homage to. Yes, like, sir. Whoever yeah. I talk to music-wise, I always pay homage to them, man. Like, they're, they're big. They're big reason, and, you know, that I, I finally found, like, my my voice and my sound and my artistry is from them, you know what I'm saying? Just getting pieces from everything, and I don't discriminate with any, any type of music. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of, you know, reflects on, onto my work. For so sure. that that was a big that was a big point, man. Just to prove that I can do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Chuck, I want to ask you. Um, since you're with Baymax a lot, I, I feel like um, what has been the I don't know the biggest thing that, that you've seen from him from when you started hanging out with him so much and being with him. Yeah. To this album drop and everything. Man, um, there's a lot of things. Uh, given that there's a uh, a slight, very slight uh, age gap. <laughs> uh, man, um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of things. Um, but one or two things I'll point out is uh, the resume. The resume of what uh, Baymax can do, what he's taught himself, and what he's mastered. Like it's, and what he's willing to learn, too, as far as engineering, as an artist, uh, and just the ability to take feedback and put it to his next project or his next songs and to really apply that stuff. Um, it doesn't hurt him. Like, the criticism, he takes it and he applies it with no, like, harsh, like... Man, uh, there there was a point in time where it, it did get to him, mm. but over the years, like, you, you just, your, your skin thickens and yeah. you just tend to take things for what people say, their feedback with a grain of salt. And it's up to you whether you want to take it to to the chin or take it to the heart. So Can't let it ruin you, man. Nah. Sure. We're not in that kind of business. <laughs> okay, now I want to get into the tracks individually because okay. I think there were, were so many, um, like every track kind of, you took some, like a, some branches here and there to like, oh, he can do that. Or, oh, yeah. like some prizes throughout the, throughout the album. So I'm just going to go track by track. Okay. And then I want you to just <clears throat> give me right off the top of the head, like, what was it like making that or just your thoughts on that track? So sure. For that's sure. cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, of course, you just heard the intro, Stay Groovy, the intro. Um, what was it like making that for, for you and kind of paying tribute to us as our father and Stuff like that, man. Personally, bro, that was that was probably one of my favorite songs off off the album for sure, man. Um, I had recorded that as soon as we came back from the funeral, and um, like I was just in like a, I was just one of those head spaces, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I didn't know what to do. Like, um, the same time I was busy, but at the same time, you know, you have so much free time and you know downtime, you know, just to think. Yeah. And like, um. Like, Uncle Frank had passed on my birthday, so it was kind of weird, like, you know, celebrating my birthday, but getting the call at the same time, I was like, damn, man, you don't feel my birthday anymore, you know what I'm saying? So That's a big, bittersweet moment right there. Yeah, it was, man. That that was a lot of inspiration that went into the intro track. Like, um, like I've been writing with Theo and you since, you know, we was young, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Back in Vegas, we was down the street from Elementary, Grandma's house. Elementary school, bro. Man, bro. Vista del Oro, baby, the Pueblo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it was. Like, we go back, so it, it was only right that I had to pay tribute to Uncle Frank. Like, um, at the same time, me just 
you know, talking my ish and, you know, like letting people know and putting on for just to slip that stay groovy and you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was for us. Like, I want yeah. this win to be for us at yeah. the end of the day. I want to ask you about the production side too because I don't think many people have heard you on that type of instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, <laughs> that was like a punch in the face. Like, yeah, Baymax is here, dog. You know like, what I'm saying, man? <laughs> it's funny you say that because, um, one of the first people I showed was um it was it was a uh, it was Fatboy and then uh, Theo of course and then right after that it was um the boys back at home but then I showed Bobby and Bobby heard it and he was uh, like hey bro this is a different Baymash right here like oh, yeah. I never heard this kind of Baymash like you, you out for something you know what I'm saying like you hungry you sound hungry in this it's not your 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 regular Baymash you know that nasty stuff but. Man. Like it was only right that I heard I heard that beat. I came back from the funeral, and then I was chilling downstairs by myself. And then I was like, "Man, just get my mind off it, man. Let me just play some beats." Went on YouTube, and that was the first beat that popped up. And uh, shout out to Hasi and Lou X too. Um, I just heard it, and the sample. I want to say it's Eric Bellinger. I could be wrong, but I recognize it. It just piqued my interest. Like, damn, man, just the vocals in the background. Mm-hmm. And when the beat hit, like it hit to where. Man, you got to spit somewhere they could feel you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. beat, knock, everything. Like, you can't be on no, like, you know, you got to come with it if you're going to hop on this beat. So, yeah. that, that was a big inspiration with everything that, you know, not just me, but, you know, my family, my brothers, my sister that were going through. Like, that, yeah. that was a lot of inspiration that sparked from that first track. And then, track two with Small Town Girl, you you surprised us again, right? With, uh, <laughs> with the country song. <laughs> Yeah, man. Where did this come from, this inspiration to uh, kind of dip your foot into a different genre? And, uh, you know. Man, like, um, the inspiration for sure came from, from Gup, man. Shout out to Uno. Um, yeah, numbers and all that. Yeah, man. His, his country stuff, he established himself as a country artist now, and that was a lot of the inspiration that came from him. So I just wanted to, like, um, I wanted to see if I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Not, not that I'm going to take country seriously or – just know that, you know, I'm not holding myself to just one genre or, you know, one specific type. Like, I want to know that if anybody wants me to hop on whatever song it is, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, prove to myself I can do it. Because one thing about it, we going to try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to shy away from the from the contest. Like, you, you need me to hop on something, bro? I'll hop on it no matter what, what genre, what kind of song it is. But um, it's funny you say that because Small Town Girl, I was just telling Theo earlier, right before he came, it was a last-minute switch out for... There's two songs that I switched out, and one of them uh, PJ was supposed to be featured on, and the other one um, it was saved on my other hard drive, and I couldn't get to it. So Red Cup replaced one, and Small Town Girl was my second one. But I I had made Small Town Girl in like 45 minutes, and then uh, shout out to Brian and uh, Monroe. They were there. It was three in the morning. I was like, man, 45 minutes. 45 minutes to do that song, bro. I mean. Well, did it had to switch up the way you um, kind of use your your voice and autotune? Like, did you have to switch up much for a country beat? Yeah, I, I had to tune down the autotune just a little bit so it doesn't sound too twangy with me doing twang already. So it didn't sound weird, but I didn't yeah. do too much, but I had to shave some of it off. And then um, I was like frustrated because I needed one more song to throw on there. And I came upstairs just to, you know, ear fatigue and you know I need to get a little break from you know the headphones and recording so Brian and Monroe's like they should do a country song and then I was like what he's like yeah do a country song so I'm going through beats on YouTube 
played once. I was like, bro, that's the B right there. I was like, man, give me 30 minutes. You guys still going to be up? I was like, yeah, we'll be up. <laughs> Went down there. I did the hook and like half of the first verse. And I came up. I was like, man, what y'all think, bro? Based on just the hook on the first verse, let me know. If y'all mess with it, then I'm throwing it on the album for sure. I'll finish it tomorrow. I'll throw it on the album. Played it for them. They loved it, bro. I was like, man, be honest. She was like, man, we love it, bro. We love this song. So the next morning I woke up, threw the harmonies, ad-libs and stuff, and then, you know, rotated it back, make sure everything sound good. And that's how Small Town Girl came up, man. It was a little quickie that I just threw yeah, on yeah. there. That was last minute. But, you know, at the same time, it was just at the same time, like, accepting the challenge. Like, can you come up with a song with your album dropping next week, you know? And on yeah. top of that, not being your bread and butter. With a country song, like, it was a challenge that, like, I think I, I killed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just being there, like, from Monroe and Brian, they were like, hey, man, you really do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, come up with a country song right off the bag and throw it in the album. You know, like, you got you got balls. So I was like, man, you got to. You got to if you're going to be in this game, man. You got to have balls, man. You got to keep it a buck, you know? <laughs> the the willingness to try, to, to try something like that, I feel like it's just, there's a whole lot of artistry out there. Mm-hmm. But as far as... Artists to challenge themselves like that is is very very rare. Like it's not every day, or in, like people are used to challenging themselves like that. So to be able to push that out in that amount of time and to try a new sound like that's it's ballsy, man. Like, but I, I'm not one to shy away from it, man. Like that's worth applauding. That's, I appreciate it, man. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. hey. We got 50,000 people in the building right now. Thanks, guys. Hold your applause for after. Thank you. So, I kind of want to speed up this process, but I'll just do this. Uh, Toot Toot and uh, Red Cup. Yeah. Your thoughts on, on those two songs? Um, I, I think Toot Toot has the. the. It gave me like uh, the dream falsetto vibes a bit. Yeah, yeah. With the with the tutu, like how you went high with that, <laughs> I got like falsetto the dream vibe from it. I don't know about you guys, but so the reason why I set it up like that was, was the first one. Like I get a lot of people saying like, "Man, I like your natural tone. Like we just use your your talking voice when you sing like that." So that will stay groovy. The second one was okay. You could do country. You know, you got the country twang. And the reason why I put tutu there is because I I took it an octave higher to where I could. Really like sing, sing, and like, oh, he could, you know, go everywhere with it, you know what I'm saying? So, toot toot, that's where that that's why I put it right there just to see, like, oh, he can go every level, you know what I'm saying? Like, he can really do it all, like, just to flex, like, what I can do. The range. And that was for, like, my dancers, like, toot toot, like, dude, that was a homage to, like, we used to dance when we was little, you know what I'm saying? You guys know, man, you know, we was all, <laughs> yeah, my dancing. back, my back, <laughs> man, before this podcast music. Man, we was stuff. dancers, we was bro. <laughs> we was dancers, man. You know, you know. And with, then with a good lower back and good knees, bro. We man, was, we was on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? You start counting up the miles <laughs> and stuff, man. But pin drops everywhere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> man, but so that's where two two came from, and you know that's probably one my next favorite track off of the album. And then um, Red Cup was my oldest one that I recorded. So that was like a year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah. From when we first recorded it, mm-hmm. and I originally had. Um, the hook, for the most part, stayed the same, and I had Aleph. Shout out to Aleph on it at yes, first. Sir. But um, on the deluxe version of the album, I'm having featured on it. We're going to do a video to it. So he's going to hop back on it. I did two new verses just because I wanted to be me. You know what I'm saying? And I called him up. I was like, hey, bro, you okay with me just rocking out on this song by myself? We'll drop a remix with a video. I was like, yeah, man, you, you know, you do your thing. So it was love for him on his part to let me do that. So Yeah, shout out to Aleph, bro. Yeah, it's my brother right there, yeah, man. I, I can't wait to have that guy on the podcast one day. Yeah. Um, he's a killer, man. Yeah. He's a killer. Um, shout out to Moon Gang and all that. Yeah. Uh, 
was it um were you waiting to drop that song on your album or were you, were you just trying to find the right time to release Red, uh, Cup? Red Cup? Red Cup, I, I was I was originally supposed to drop it as a single. So that was supposed to be me and Aleph. Like, I haven't dropped a song with Aleph yet. That was supposed to be me and his coming out. Like, all right, let's see what Baymatch and Aleph can do together. And yeah. me and Aleph, we mesh well together. You know what I'm saying? Like, our sounds are similar. His is more pain. Mine's more party. But when we get on the same wavelength, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could kill a track yeah. together. So with with that one, that last edition, that was just me like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? I need to throw a song on there, replace one of them. So that's how Red Cup came up on uh, on that one. That's probably one of my my one of my uh, my third played most played song off the oh, yeah? album. Yeah, man, Red Cup. Dang. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> but now this next one, I feel like it's getting a lot of love. Uh, track five, you have Bonnie and Clyde with Fat Boy oh, and Chico. Chico's from Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, 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 I mean, you guys do so well together. I know you and Fatboy have done a lot of stuff. You had the EP yeah. together. Uh, you guys work well together. But to add Chico and, like, his very veteran voice almost and his rap style. And OG. He, real OG he, style, he, bro. He has a, a way of uh, just fitting so many styles in one. Yeah. And he gave you that on his verse. But how did that... You know, adding Chico in to this mix and, and that song. <laughs> so with Bonnie and Clyde, um, me and Fatboy had originally did it. We were we were high as high as hell, hell, bro. Like it was a like, man play play a beat. So I played that beat, and then Fatboy was like, "I got a hook." Did the hook. <laughs> I did the verse, and then we just sat on it. Like we wasn't gonna drop it or nothing. We was just like, "Oh, this is another high track." Yeah. And then I sent it to PJ, and uh, PJ showed Chico they were mixing. And Chico, he texted me. He's like, bro, I can't wait to be on this song. I was like, man, it's you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to hop on it, hop on it, bro. So he was like, I, I think I got a little thing for it. Like, I want to see what it sounds good, blah, blah, blah. So I finally got out there. He showed me before he recorded. I was like, bro, this is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way he come in. Like, he, he's my favorite verse off the song for sure, bro. Like, me personally, he just brings a whole new life to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, keeps people engaged. And then um, that southern influence, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro. As soon as he hit the freaking big drip dripper, I was like, ooh. So <laughs> Chico had went through it, and I added like some backgrounds to it, and he he loved it, man. He was like, man, do you love it, bro? I was like, man, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I probably love it more than you love it. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if I, I would I would love to have this on my album. He's like, bro, I would be honored. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Chico, man. Yeah, Chico on Fatboy, they killed it, bro. Deserve. Shout out to the Don. And these these guys are all part of. Hurry up or Yeah, Chico Chico is a uh, fat boy. Um he's with uh Space Camp officials. Shout out Space Camp. Um yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, it's always love, whatever whoever he works with, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's hurry up when you see him, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. The same time as Space Camp, but for sure. Okay, so the second half of this album I I thoroughly enjoyed. I think more than the first half. So starting from Bonnie and Clyde working its way down, yeah, I was like, shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is just like after after each track, you know. So we'll go nasty slide and then go from there. All right, nasty slide. Nasty slide was I was mixing by myself, and then Theo was in Vegas with PJ and Chico, mm-hmm. and I, they, I I heard that beat and I was like, man, I'm so faded right now, man. Let me hop on some. So I heard the beat, started singing, and then. 
just being freaking faded, I was like, man, let me try to turn this to a line dance. You know what I'm saying? So we got a line dance. The video that's coming out for it, keep a lookout on it. Shout out to Donnie. Yeah, shout out to Donovan. Yeah, Donovan man. did his thing. My choreographer, Theo. Shout out to Eddie, all the boys that was you know, a part of the video. There's a whole line dance. I'm going to do a nasty slide challenge. You can slide better than us. I'll throw in some merch for you. So, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? But arr, you got you to gotta bring it. You got to slide better than me, Theo, and Eddie, man. So, <laughs> But, um. Yeah, that's how the Nasty Light came up. Um, I was just messing around, and then I showed them, and they were messing with it. I was like, hey, bro, this is a banger, you know what I'm saying? The hook's catchy, and you got, like, a little step to it. So, you know, I ended up finishing that one, and then um, it ended up making the album. So, So, (laughs) the next track is one of my favorite songs on the whole album. Track seven is is Bladen. I think from the way (laughs) it's structured from beginning to end, I think it's one of more your well-put songs. Yeah, even sure. even your back vocals towards the end of the song, I thought were just <laughs> greatly placed. I think you're teasing us a little bit with the, your back vocals, bro. I wish they were like, hey, man. like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell us about that song, bro. Um, Blaine Blaine was one of the songs off the album that that flowed like perfectly. Like, um, I just finished uh, watching the live with Tory Lanez. And how he just freestyles off the top. I was like, man, motivated me to get in the studio. I was like, all right, man, let me get in the booth. Same thing. That beat popped up, and I was like, it was just different. It was a different beat that, you know, I couldn't see too many people on, and I could yeah. rock out on. I'm like, all right, man, let me see if I can, you know, Baymax this up. So I started off with the hook, and then after after every, like, two bars, I'll keep going. You know, like, I felt so good, and everything was just flowing. I was like, man, I'm just Make the whole song. So uh, I did it like three in the morning, finished the whole song at like six. Adlibs, harmonies, all that. Jeez. So like, <laughs> it was just one of those songs that just kept flowing. I couldn't stop, man. I was like, nah, I got to finish this right now or else if I record it tomorrow, it's not going to sound the same. I won't feel mm. the same. So it was one of those songs I, I had to knock out then and there. So, so I think that's why it sounds so, so like yeah. fluid, fluid, I guess. So the to finish a song in a timely manner is very crucial for, for an artist. Yeah. Dang. I know like a lot of people like I heard T Pain say it once, like, man, it don't matter how fast you could do it, does it sound hard? And I think that's what I take pride in one of my abilities is I could come with something quick mm-hmm. that's gonna hit, that's gonna be catchy and everyone's gonna catch on, you know what I'm saying? Like and I learned that from Fatboy. Fatboy was one of the main ones that did that. He was like, Man, you got a whole bunch of heads in the studio, you're gonna go in there and like, you know, be the weakest one or you gonna go in like, Man, I'm gonna kill all y'all, you know, show me the beat, what you want me on the hook, reverse, and you're gonna go in there and murder it, so you definitely have a have a ear for for sounds, and I don't know if it comes with being an artist or being around uh, different artists in the studio, but you definitely have a, a sound and an ear for things that you yeah. like personally and you know, stuff like that. So yeah, it stands from like a lot of artists working with a lot of artists, and at the same time, like like I said, being a dancer, you know what I'm saying? Like that's where a lot of my chops come in. Mm. Like I want dancers to hear those chops and be able to hit some, you know what I'm saying? So that plays a big part for, for real. <laughs> and. Um, I think because you are such a great entertainer on on stage, like you want to be able to dance to your own shit. Of course, yeah, so. man. You know, <laughs> if you can't enjoy your own music, man, you know what I'm saying. Why, why are you doing it? Facts, you know? facts. But the next next song on this track number eight is n- another one I think is like well put together. It's, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. That was a shout out. Like I said, shout out to the Sprout and Layin. Um, that was one of those tracks where. I originally had that hook on a different beat, but the beat was kind of, like, muddy, so I didn't really mess with it. So when I heard that, I was like, man, let me see this fit. But I just had to sing it, like, a little different. 
Oh, yeah. So I, I kind of like tweaked it a little bit. Yeah, you were singing different. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just had to pay homage to, you know, like, I do a lot of love songs, a lot of party songs, but I try to take a different angle at love. Like, man, what are the complications of love? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I say, like, she try to kiss. I try to kiss you, but you catch an attitude. Like, I'm mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we all been through it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just something relatable and, you know, things that people could relate to. You know, it'll always go. You know what I'm saying? So Complicated, that was one of my my favorite tracks because just the way I come in on the verse and everything. And I, that was another song that flowed, too. Like, I finished it that same time I recorded it. Are you like that, though? Or, like, like to get things out when it's fresh in your head or when it's, you're still – it doesn't matter how tired, tired you are, like – you need to get it out, or do you like to sleep on it and return it to the next day? On on certain songs like like Blaine and Complicated, like I was I was rolling so good with it, like mm. I have to finish it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, other gotcha. songs like like the country song, even though I did that so fast, like other songs that I'm not used to being on, like if I gotta spit about pain stuff or you know heartbreak stuff, I really gotta sit on it. You know what I'm saying? Like think yeah. about what I'm I'm about to write because. You know, my melodies and my cadences can only carry me so far. But if you don't back it up with bars, you know, I feel like my bars are getting a little better. But when it comes to pain and, like, heartbreak, that's something I I really have to sit on. And, you know, I'll come back to it, make some tweaks here and there. But for the most part, I like working, like, I like working by myself a lot, you know. So I know what to, what I want to sound like. I know, like, what I want to do, what I'm going to do next, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and I thought that you – you know, producing most of this album and doing the mastering, I thought it would only fit you perfectly because you know yourself better than anyone. Mm-hmm. And I thought everything sounded so well because I think more like some songs that you've been on in the past, like you you did great, but I was like the, the sound of it didn't fit you. Right. Like yeah. with features that you've been on and songs that you've done. like, but I think you really know yourself that well. I think production wise, like, you you knew what you wanted to do, so for sure, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, the next next song, and we'll play this song um, after the the segment for the the music break is attention. Oh man, another great one that yeah. is, <laughs> that's that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's great from top to bottom. I, I think it's a Thank great you, song. Man. Thank you. I remember showing you in the car and like we played it like three times. Like, bro, hey, man, you can do it, man. Bro, you can do it by yourself. The files that you sent me, bro, I had to go <laughs> to my files on my phone and play these songs until the Heck album yeah. dropped. <laughs> bro, attention, attention was another one that I finished that that night. I I started recording it. Um, I heard the beat. Beat was knocking, and that was a challenge to me. Like. Are you gonna let the beat carry you, or are you gonna murder oh, man, it? You know what I'm saying. The beat heavy, bro. The beat is, you know yeah. what I'm saying. You knocking in the car on some speakers, it slap. You know what I'm saying. So I had to come, come with it on that one. So um, I sent it to to Maya. Shout out to Jay. He was like, "Hey, bro, you you got so many different melodies and stuff on this. I like how you got so like crazy with it, and like a lot of it came from like more recently, like Blast and uh, you know Bino and Kalen and them. But he was like, "Man, this is like." I could hear the influence from Tory Lanez. Like that was, that's not, that's a, like a big influence from his Tory Lanez. Yeah, I think he's a mastermind, bro. No matter all the you know bad stuff that's on his name, like when it comes to his artistry, you got to put respect on his name, bro. Like he he's he's tight at what he does. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he does it with confidence. So a lot of the Tory Lanez like influence was on that track. So like I just I just knew like. Man, this one's gonna be a banger. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I hope nobody slept on it. If you haven't heard it, man, you slapped that attention, man. Yeah, we're gonna play that song right when the music break comes, so you're gonna hear it too. So, yes, sir. 
Any you got anything for the for the uh, trunk? Man, uh, I remember when when you played it for me in the car. We were in the drive through, <laughs> and we were just going through the the songs that were already done or just needed to be touched up. And uh, I just as soon as the beat came in, I was already feeling some type of way. And then as soon as you started singing, I was like that. <laughs> Where my air guitar at, dog? <laughs> I was just playing the air guitar the entire time. I was like, this, <laughs> this is crazy. Damn, bro. And with, every, with when we were in the drive-thru and the songs that you had showed me um, while we were there, it was all completely different sounding songs. And I was like, that. <laughs> uh, usually, We got one. <laughs> we got one, finally. Usually when it comes to, to structuring an, an album, it's usually like pertaining to the same topic or subtopics and usually usually typically like around the same kind of sound but yeah that's after the album dropping officially and hearing everything like i love variety and yeah likewise when man it comes to the tracks uh, attention is one of my favorite like a lot, a lot of people would probably think like, oh, they must rush through this album. But to me, it wasn't rush. Like it was my, you know, timing. Like if I yeah. could knock out a banger in that amount of time, I could knock it out. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't, it wasn't a rush to me. But a lot of people might, nah, you rushed through it. But it's like, man, it was perfect for me. You know what I'm saying? If it's perfect to me, then you know. And because if you're in that right headspace and the feng shui of everything that you got going on right then and there, right? Oh, don't put a time scale on anything. Like. Yeah, if you feeling it, you feeling it. If you're not, run that back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I, th- I think thing. that's where a lot of people trip up at as putting out too much to where yeah. the, it's just oversaturated. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you really take time with your with what you're doing, I think it's gonna speak for itself. And I think this album did for sure. For sure, man. Man, I love that song, bro. And now to get to the end, the outro. <laughs> you again switched up. You surprised the crowd with <laughs> David Ruffin. David Ruffin, man, bro. Okay, I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. You, man. you gave, you gave me, you gave us these. Uh, what's that band? Uh, who sings someday? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. You gave us Sugar Ray vibes with us. Shout one, out bro. Sugar Ray, man. <laughs> you gave it. A lot of the influence came from like rock bands because um, that that song was like uh, I was like, man, I heard uh, what's the name? Hillside Boys by Kent Petches. Don yeah. that put me on. Shout out Don, man. That's my boy. Um, I heard it. I was like. Oh, this is a banger, you know what I'm saying? Like this little rock, it's like rock pop. I was like, man, I'm about to do a song like this. Donnie is like, you should, man. I think you'll kill it. So <laughs> I, I googled like, you know, rock, rock type instrumental, rock pop, and that beat was the first one. And it was like a couple years ago, I got uploaded. Nobody was messing with it. I was like, that's another thing. Like you know, I go with instrumentals that people don't you know really touch on. Played that one and then I was like, man, let me tap into my my white boy bag. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to you know over exaggerate, you know yeah. stuff. But the lyrics were just I feel like they were very open thought and just very free of you to uh, it was with the lyrics that you you did on this track. Yeah, it was. It, it was that song was the most of me like just talking my ish. You know what I'm saying? Like just me letting it out and you know this is stuff that I be talking about with the homies and stuff. You know this this. The most true track to me. And that is that white boy bag. You know what I'm saying? If you don't got a white boy bag, you, you better what get you, one. What you doing? You know what I'm saying? You're fumbling. You're fumbling the bag, kid. But yeah, man, that, that was that was a fun track, man. I love that song. That was a fun track to be on and just to create, you know what I'm saying? Show my creativity oh, yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to my Utah girls, you know, my Asian girls. Keep it on the low, man. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, that's the that's the album. That's Summer Love. It's streaming out on all platforms right now, so go check it out. Um, but if you want to introduce this music break, don't let people know what's up and what we're about to hear. Um, this is a new record off my new album, solo album called Attention, track number eight, I believe. And uh, probably one of my favorite tracks, man. I hope y'all dig it. Man, let me get my air guitar out. Let me oh, yeah. The only one that I'm mentioning, and you should know it's your world I'm living in. My love for you, little baby, is infinite. Definitely, I'm gonna stack up the dividends. And I don't really care what I hear the to say about it. You don't have to like you, baby. They just want attention. Knowing you, you won't get that tone. We ain't gotta say too much because the bags are too. This team don't gotta like you, baby. just want attention. Knowing you, you won't get that tone. We ain't gotta say too much because the bags are too. Baby, you know I'm putting you above. All the hate go on one ear and not the other one. I ain't worried about nobody. I'm on the way. <laughs> that shit's so smooth, bro. Thank you, thank you, man. That shit's so smooth, bro. <laughs> but now. I just want to say congrats on the album again. Thank you. Thank yes, you. The whole sir. album breakdown was amazing to hear. And, um, but now that we got the album breakdown and the present now, I want to take it back to where it all started. Oh man. Okay. So we're going to go back and I want to see, you know, just where did, where does this music journey start for you? And like, when did it like hit you that you wanted to take this, uh, you know, this road so serious? Dang. Man. The origin stories. The origin let's, stories, let's man. <laughs> um, to be honest, bro, like, keep on hunting, man. I was never musically inclined, you know what I'm saying? Like, I took guitar here and there for electives, you know, at school, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was never, like, I had a passion for music. You know, I could sing, you know, I could play something real good, and I was just good at learning, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you put something on the table for me to put together, I'll put it together, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a quick learner, so the music started off with me and the boys back home, the whole Hurry Up camp. Like, we would get faded in, like, whoever's garage, and then we would just play instrumentals and jam out. Yeah. And, like, that was the first time me, like, seeing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, people freestyling and, you know, jamming, harmonizing, and it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, being, like, you know, a late bloomer, not not hearing that stuff, just hearing it on music. Yeah. You know, you appreciate it more. So, I was like, hey, bro, if I go get some, I was telling PJ, if I go get some music stuff, y'all down to make music? I was like, yeah, man, we'll mess around with it. You know, I don't, I don't think they were taking me serious, but next day, I... Like five bands on studio equipment. So you back to the crib. I watched. I watched two sixteen-hour master classes on how to engineer. Just engineering, 16 bro. Hours. Sixteen two hours, bro. Two, two sixteen-hour master classes, bro. Just to engineer, and that's not even like you know, like even scratching the surface. So and was you was like, locked in, locked in. I was bro. locked in, bro. Like I was so amazed. <laughs> the inspiration came from you know, like the boys, you know, the people that you know I trust in my life. That's always there for me. So. Like, that's where a lot of the inspiration and drive came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see I see so much talent that we have here. I was like, man, let's make something happen. So I learned it. Came back to them. I was like, all right, bro, I'm ready to record. I was like, what? I was like, are you for real? I was like, yeah, man. Brought my stuff up, you know, played a beat. So we started messing around. And then, you know, I started working out the kinks. And, you know, my, my engineer has gotten better now. But before, like, it was like, you know, trash. And, and I was just <laughs> recording them. And then when they couldn't record, I'll, I'll use my own vocals to practice on. So I'll use my own vocals, and then that was kind of the intro to me, like, singing and, like, trying to find my voice and writing. And then my biggest critic was, you know, the boys, PJ mainly. Um, crazy ear, golden ear, bro, and I trust that his ear with my life. Any any project of work I do, he, he's the first one to hear it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, give me feedback. 
But um, before I would send the music like, man, like, uh, what do you think? What do you think I should do? What do you think about this? But now when I send the music, it's to her like, hey, bro, I think you'll you know, mess with this one. This is a banger. So seeing that progress from where, like, not being sure, like, sending it to the boys, like, what do y'all think? To now, like, sending them, like, hey, bro, peep this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, the confidence and, you know, just the structure and growth from where I started. Like, they'll tell you, like, man, bro. And uh, even EJ said, he's like, bro, I think you you progressed the fastest in the shortest amount of time with what you're doing, not just as, like, singing and songwriting, but as engineering. Shout out to E Who Sings. Shout out to E Who Sings, man. My brother right there. He's going to be on this one day as well. Yes, sir. But that's 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 the origin story, man. Like, I, I didn't have no, like, music compatibility. I, I didn't know how to structure a song. And, yeah. you know, the past well, four years now, three years now, like, it's just, now it's, it's just like the wheels are rotating now. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the move now. So, yeah. I found my little groove I can get into now. So, I know I'm, I'm grateful for that, man. Shout out to everybody that's, that's helped me along the way. So, with the camp or the people that you're close to now, were they there at the start? Like, were you close to Chunk like that or, like, close to yeah. uh, Fat Boy like that? Or So, um, Theo, I was, I, was, I was always close to. He was always DJing. He was in Utah at the time, and then he was still in Utah when I started doing music in Vegas. And then Fat Boy, um, you know, we've always, it's always been love when we see each other, but, you know, he had his family and stuff, so we didn't really see as much each other as much as we do now. Mm-hmm. So when he heard that, I was doing music, you know, he hit me, I was like, you doing music now? I was like, yeah, bro, you know, I'm messing around, you know, still working out the kinks. And he was like, man, let's, let, me, let me see, you know, let me see what you work with. Let's, let's record. I was like, all right, for sure. He had came out to do a security gig at EDC, and that was the first time we did Blessings. So Blessings was our Damn. first track together. Yeah. And, uh, like, first time you heard themselves, so like, bro, like, I've been trying to find somebody to, like, to where when I hear myself back, I'm satisfied. And like, it's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, man, I appreciate that. And that was when I just started. And like, now it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. my chemistry with Fat Boy is probably the best out of anybody I've worked with so far. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we just know each other. And there's a lot of time behind that. It is, man. Time at work. A lot of reps, man. You got to get in your reps, man. That's the only way mm-hmm. you're going to get better. But, you know, me and, me and Fat Boy had countless reps. You know what I'm saying? Like, long nights. Um, and the catalog speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? Fatboy got a lot in the tank right now, bro. He's ready to, to drop soon, so keep keep an eye out for Fatboy. But, you know, Fatboy was, he we finally linked up, like, you know, after how many years we haven't seen each other. And, you know, we've just been you know on, on the go since, you know. Yeah. And um, I want to get Chunk's perspective on this. I mean, how, how has it been seeing uh, Baymax in Vegas three, four years ago? To where he is dropping this album and just like seeing the growth, man. Uh, I always refer back to to this, to all well, this particular weekend when um, when he first started doing music. I remember he had sent me a a track or just like a little video that he had put up on his on his IG. And he asked me. He he messaged it to me and he was like, "Hey, can, I know this might be a lot and this might be weird, but can you just?" Please share this song. <laughs> Damn, I was desperate, man. Hey, and I was like, you know what? That's that's, that's family. That's the least I can do is, is share it. Yeah. So I I refer back to that moment and then kind of just just peep on how the progress has been since then. And uh, not gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it a book. Like it's it went from just sharing music and not really just taking the time to listen to everything. Yeah. To having 
his tracks just in a in my daily rotation of listening to songs. And so it's not just like, oh, he's family, so I'm just, I'm going to play this. Yeah. He's, he's family, he's also a friend, and he's also an artist that I DJ for. It would only help to get to know music and his artistry and everything behind it. So now it's just every time, like, if if something comes to my ear about everything and he asks me, like, oh, how does it sound, this and that, I, I don't feel some type of way to not tell him the truth. Yeah. yeah. We're both on this uh, on this side of the mountain or this side of the hill where it's just like the only way we gonna get ourselves to the top of this is just being Keep completely honest. Keep it a buck, man. So it, it's it's to a point where we we are like that, and our relationship is like that as family, as an artist and DJ, and as friends. And so yeah. the progress is it it speaks for itself. Catalog his catalog. Speaks for itself, and man, if you haven't caught on to what Baymax has put out the since the beginning to now, it, the the time will be soon. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. I went from like asking people to share my stuff to people I don't even know, I never met before, showing love. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> my first time I linked up with Bobby and Venom, it was it was a wrap. You know what I'm saying? They just show love from the get. Yeah. Until to this day, man. You know, they're for L with me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Moon Gang, all of them, man. All Great Moon artists, Gang, bro. Man. And and it's crazy how how like social media works with you, like saying you get love from New Zealand and Australia, and like yeah, bro. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> How far music can go and these sounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you now, like, what was it like trying to find your your musical voice and uh, that whole journey of should I go with auto tune? How how do I use auto tune? And yeah, should I just use my regular voice or try to make it my regular voice sound uh, appealing? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> like I, I would always speak in like a little monotone, like when I first started doing music, like like this, like slow and stuff, because oh. that, that was only. <laughs> That was the only note I could hold at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I couldn't really like push myself. I was scared to. Oh, but you're grown now, though. You, you know grown. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but um, like now, like I had to. I'm, I was self conscious about my voice. I still am a little bit, but I know if I'm in a room full of people and they want me to spit something, I'm gonna spit it. You know what I'm saying? But like it wasn't until like I did a, a cover over um, Bow Wow and Sierra's "Like You." That was my first time stepping up and like trying to hit that. And then my first song, like, smoothing it out was the Toast remix. I did a Toast remix. Oh, that was my first time to where, like, okay, I got my the hang of, you know, singing higher. Yeah. And, like, um, you can hear the auto-tune more heavily, but I try to use the auto-tune to where, like, the auto-tune's not helping me. I'm dancing with the auto-tune, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm helping the auto-tune to where yeah. some parts it doesn't sound like I'm using auto-tune, but I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's maxed out, but... No, it's, it's kind of like a little dance that I like to do with the, the auto-tune. I don't want the auto-tune to define me, even though, like, a lot of my stuff is auto-tune. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm good with dancing with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, just flowing with it. Because you can, you, you can hear. You can hear it when when artists let the auto-tune just kind of carry them in a yeah. way. As opposed to just how you put it, like, just dancing with it and Absolutely, making sure your bro. cues is, is here and there with the auto-tune. Yeah, like, yeah. Hurry Up Challenge, you can hear a lot of auto-tune, man, like. It was horrible. I hated my hurry up challenge. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for the second part of hurry up challenge. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh! I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot wait till everyone hears that. The record is crazy, bro. <laughs> crazy. It's a bigger bag for the, the hurry up challenge. Oh yeah, this is part two. It's a bigger bag for it. You know what I'm saying? 
it's crazy that you say that because well, before <laughs> we get into that early success of like the hurry up challenge hit Twitter and like everything just going crazy. Yeah. Tell Man. tell everybody what is hurry up. So hurry up, um, hurry up. At the same time, like at the end of the day, it's a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Like all all clicks start off. You know what I'm saying? But um, the way we already knew the hurry, the 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 brotherhood between me and the boys back at home. But we just didn't have a name to it. We didn't have a face to it. Um, Hurry Up came about when Channel uh, J Blue, his girl Mags, yeah. she heard we was doing music. She was like, oh, what are you guys going to be called? Hurry Up ENT? Because we would always make that joke that our dads would get mad at us. We're like, hey, <laughs> go grab my go grab my uh, my coat. Hurry up. No, at, the, at the end of the thing, like every time they, they tell us, they yell at us to do something, it was always hurry up, even though we were already getting up and doing it. Like, hey, hurry up, do it faster. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a threat. So, like, <laughs> like it's, at the same time, it's a it's not a threat, you know nah. what I'm saying? But it's like, all right, hurry up, you know what I'm saying? Like we in the building, you know what I'm saying? We took our trauma and uh, applied it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, hurry up. That's, you know, it's, it's a brotherhood at the end of the day, but at the same time, like, you know, hurry up's in the building, you know? They know when we walk in. Man, hurry up. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I, and I can't wait. I can't wait for everyone else to get familiar with you know the other people in Hurry Up. Yeah, I think it's a talented group of of artists that you have, and very seasoned veteran voices. And, and I, sure, I think people bro. are gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Everybody that's a part of it, man. Yeah. Well, let's get into this now. One of the earliest successes that you've had as a you know an artist was the Hurry Up Challenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like you said in the intro, you had poly women and men <laughs> shaking their ass on Twitter, and you had the whole thing going crazy with the Hurry Up Challenge on Twitter. Yeah. So tell everyone, like, what was that this experience like with the whole Hurry Up Challenge blowing up and like? Man, what a time in life, huh? dude! I know, bro. What a time to be alive around the Hurry Up what, what, Challenge. What year was that? Nineteen? Twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was right after my, my sister passed. Rest in peace, Issa. Uh, right Sublime. after that, we dropped it, bro. So. We we had did that song, shout out Stephen G and the show Great Camp. Um, they showed love to it too, but um I hadn't heard that song. He had dropped it but he took it off. It's like nowhere to be found now, but I had saved it because it was his least played song, but it yeah. was one of my favorites. So I found like a little loop in there, made some empty verses, and then Fat Boy had heard the song too. I was like, Bro, it's a banger, let's hop on yeah. it. Fat Boy did his first, <laughs> then I did mine and Beach hit hit his verse and then, you know, I dropped it. And a week later, I was like, man, we ain't getting no love on this. Like, we should do a challenge. And he was like, what you trying to do? I was like, man, let's do an ass-shaking challenge, bro. Like, see what happens. You know, out of the box. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, it, <laughs> when I tell you it was out of the box, it was out of the box. It was out of the house. It was outside the garage. It out was of the church. Out you of know the, what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, man, like, just, I mean, dang, I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But, like, I don't know, like, just with our Polynesian women and yeah. how they usually be feeling themselves like just yeah i look good yeah this and that yeah i got this i got that like and to put a song to it and let them just kind of display it bro do what they want to do you know what i'm saying and and the guys too like it it was it was all love but it just it it took it took off a lot sooner and it took off a lot a lot more crazier than we we expected it was a surprise bro like i didn't think it was gonna crack off like that like like the the pot was a hundred dollars bro Who's going to shake their ass to an unknown artist for $100? You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Fatboy's wife, Epo. Like, she's a crazy, like, influencer. Like, she loves, like, networking, like, and just getting people's mm. stuff out there. And she upped the ante on that. Yeah, mm. bro. And just coming from a woman, woman's perspective, like, man, 
be proud of what you got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, shake some, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, they're supporting, you know, our streams, you know. And that's really where, like, we got the wheels off the ground with, you know, my music career. And yeah. Fat Boy was pretty much established at the time. And mm-hmm. the Hurry Up Challenge, it just took, like, a whole new wave, like a left turn to where, like, it was a race that I took. I didn't, I wasn't scared to take it. And, like, a lot of people that participated, I'm glad that they didn't, you know, weren't afraid to take that risk, too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's frowned upon, but... You know I mean, especially in this culture, I mean... Yeah. You don't, you don't see any, you know, artists like that in our culture just do something like this. Yeah. So I, like, big ups to you and, like, just Thank your you. camp for even... <laughs> Even thinking or attempting to do it because, like, I don't know how your parents felt about it, but like, I'm sure, man, they loved it, man. My mom was, you know, she was supporting, it. dude. My mom was the one that announced the winners, bro. Dude, like, that's shout out to my auntie, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you, mom. It's Mama Baymax. But yeah, bro, it was crazy, dude. Just, just being different, bro. Like, that's one I, I didn't want to be labeled as like the same poly artist. You know, speaking about pain, all that. Like, you know. Me, my vibe, I like having fun, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. shake some ass, you know, drink drink a little bit, smoke some. But the Hurry Up Challenge was just a different, like, beast that I, I never freaking, you know, experienced. It was crazy, dude. Nobody could tame it either, bro. They just, <laughs> as soon as it was, it was out and the first uh, submission was out there on the timeline, it just, w- it just went, it went crazy. And oh. just, you start seeing all these videos of, and I think girls the, or guys. Yeah. Just, I, th- I think the women were like, "Oh, she's doing this, so maybe I, I could like, you know, kind of getting that confidence, man. like when they see another uh, someone pop up." Woman empowerment, baby. It opened up. It opened up a big, a big time because as soon as one came out, it, the next day it was already ten videos up. Yeah, and bro. From ten videos went to how many submissions, and as the submissions were being put on the timeline, the bag got bigger, and so like it just. It was crazy to see everyone that had just put in for the pot yeah. and also was sharing everything was and who was also just willing to participate. Like again, like it's it's not something that's welcomed in the culture of being yeah. Polynesian, but at the same time, like we gonna like what we like and we gonna, You know what I'm saying, bro? And just being that we're in a different time where the culture is is what it is and but there's also another culture of being here in the, in the mainland yeah. and just like, man, like if, if this is going to help, help whatever and, and really just promote whatever or support whatever these other Polynesian artists or Polynesian people are doing. And it's something I like to do. Let, then yeah, let dude. that be that. Like it's, I don't know. It's just the support that came with it was Probably the biggest takeaway. Yeah, bro. For real. Like me personally, like that it was crazy seeing almost people support me that, you know, I was I was a nobody at the time. Like we started off as a hundred. We raised nine hundred dollars, bro. The pot <laughs> came out to a thousand with shoes, freaking other stuff everybody's throwing in. Man. And like shout out to my winners, uh Leslie and Bobbert. They killed it, bro. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. But it, it was crazy, dude. Like, man, I wish I could go back, but we gonna run it back. Oh yeah, part two coming. Man. Oh, part two's coming, baby. Yeah, wait. <laughs> and the track fire, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Music video from the beat, more crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of shift gears now, like you moved to Utah from Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, you've been in Utah for a couple of years now. And uh, what were you thinking, moving states, coming here to Utah? Like, did you think you would be? 
where you are at today if you stayed in Vegas as an artist? Absolutely not, bro. So do you think this move to Utah was a, a, a blessing in disguise? For real, bro. I think it was a big blessing in disguise. In disguise. Um, the re- the reason, the main reason I was moving to Utah wasn't for music. Um, like, not too many people know this, but just my real ones. But I won't speak on it too much, but I moved out here for, I was in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to be closer, but yeah. you know, things got rocky. You know, we ended up splitting, and then um, that split. And then at the same time, my nephew had passed, Lyle, rest in peace. And it was just a, like a tough time, bro. And, like, I was ready to, like, within a month of just living out here, bro, everything just hit back to back. And you were ready to move, huh? I was ready to go back to Vegas, like, man, maybe it's man, a, a mistake yeah. to be out here. So I went back to the funeral, and I stopped in Vegas on the way back. I was supposed to come back to Utah. And I was just chopping it up with Chico and, you know, uh, Maya and PJ. I was like, man. I'm about to chill, bro. I'm not going back to Utah. And all three of them, it was like, nah, bro. So you got to go back to Utah, man. Like, you got to finish, you know, what you what you started. You know what I'm saying? The thing that you have passion for. Like, you're going you gonna to do so much out there and being out here and being comfortable with us being here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they admitted to it that they weren't as passionate about music as I was. I was like, bro, you got a lot of people out there pushing for music and just to be surrounded by that energy, it's going to you know, do wonders for you. Yeah. So if it wasn't for them, I would have never came back to Utah, bro. So after the funeral, we laid my little bro down to rest, and I came back here, and it was just go mode, bro. Like, I was all right, bro. If I'm going to be out here, I'm going to make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did those moments kind of refine your purpose as far as just being an artist and wanting you to just push everything that you got into this? Even more? For sure, bro. Like, I had more of a, like, not responsibility, but I had more to, you know, to push me and represent for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just put me in a whole different, like, you know, animal. Like, I was like, oh, man, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got to put on for Issa. I got to put on for Lyle. Like, it, it was time for, you know, not a lot of people. They know Baymax, but they don't know Hurry Up. So it's time to push the brand. You know what I'm saying? So... It was just a whole different, like, you know, uh, zone I was in. Yeah. I was just, like, freaking psyched out, man. I was like, man, I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Send me whatever. It is. I'm, I'm about to gas it. And around that time, it was... Um, the it Wave was, Collective. Yeah. The first Wave Collective, bro. Yeah, that was that was also a thing that, not only for yourself, that had been going through things at that time, but there's a lot of people that were present and that uh, contributed to the Wave Collective. I was also just going through some things. And so to have that, the first wave collective and to hear in hindsight, the things that people were going through, the artists that were going through things at that time, including, including Baymax, like, I don't know, like music really does just add some therapy to, to everything well needed on time and divine. Like it just, and to hear about it, uh, now from artists that were there, the first collective is bro, crazy. The first wave collective, I told Theo, like the wave collective, like saved my life, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was down so bad, but you, it was one of those things you had to be there to feel the energy and so much creativity going on. Like it was, it was a crazy dope experience that, like, yeah, I, I want to experience again. You know what I'm saying? I want other people to experience. So the next wave collective, like this is a, you know. PSA to everybody, you need to come, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of crazy artists, a lot of great artists that 
the energy in there is just different, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to bring out the best in you with your artistry. You know what I'm saying? And there's only, <laughs> there's only so much like talking about it that we, that we can do, but mm-hmm. once you're there and I am present and willing to just open up and, and go to work, I'm sure everyone can contest that has been there. Cause we've, we've had two, we've had two wave collectives. Um, I'm sure everyone that had been present for those two can contest and can really testify of what, what was felt, the environment, what it was, and just the camaraderie that had developed over that time, those weekends of having those two. So, yeah, if you don't got your wave stamp, bro, don't push wave, bro. And don't do it. And I, I think we're going to dig a little deeper on your experience at the Wavy Collective yep. and just I want you to explain to it again what Wavy Collective was. Oh, yeah. Just a little further down in the, in the, in the outline, but. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll definitely get in more into that, but. Yep. Towards the end of 2021, you had a very huge milestone for you as putting on your own concert. Oh, man. Forever 50 Showcase. <sighs> you, you funded and put together a whole show and concert together. Yeah. You, you got every artist that performed that night together. Um, what was that process like? How bad did it hurt your pockets? <laughs> man. <laughs> and just, just tell me about that whole night and you just living in this moment that you created yourself. Yeah. You know, like, bro. Again, what a time in life. What a time <laughs> to be alive. You wasn't there, you missed out, bro. But. but, but you know, for me, you know, always looking at uh, from afar your your journey, to see you up on that stage that night. Was I was like, going to ask you, bro, what, what was your... I mean, because I know you personally, I, I know a lot of people who performed that night personally. Yeah. I was like, my heart was just so happy for these people that I love because they were enjoying this moment that they put hard work in and they were doing it, bro. Like they were doing what they love and their passion to the fullest. And they, you know, it didn't matter who, how many people showed up, they gave it their all that night. And like, that's what made me happy being a a fan that night watching you. Bro, that's what made me happy was like, not just you, but everybody else that that pulled up, like show love and they were happy. Like there was no drama that night. Yeah. Just on respect of, you know, who I am or who I, how I carry myself, how my brothers carry themselves. Like they're, they didn't do anything that was going to mess up our night. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like that whole process. Oh man, bro. It was so stressful. Like, (laughs) dude, like running a show. I'll give it up to all the promoters and people that run the show. Like it's it's a pain in the ass, bro. Like I I hated it, but yeah, to say the least, bro. That, bro, that's <laughs> an understatement, dude. But if you could tell me if I could yeah. go back and like take anything back, hell no. I'll take all the L's. Anything that you know what came with it, I'll take all that. But it was a once in a lifetime like experience for me, bro. <clears throat> but because you're dealing with different artists, and then yeah. with the person that headlined, uh, Stephen G. Yeah. I mean, all these timelines have to connect. Yeah, bro. At, to this night, right? So, to schedule that is just like, dude. Like, I, I wanted to make sure that everybody that I, I was close with, that I started out doing music with, that I, I'm yeah. doing music with now, was on that that bill. You know what I'm saying? Um, Stephen G was. It was only right for him to be my headline because we used a song to, yeah. you know, for my career to take off the Hurry Up Challenge, and then um, and his stuff was buzzing at the time. Like. Yeah, bro, he was buzzing. You know what I'm saying? So I knew everyone was gonna pull up for him, and you know. 
uh, most of all us. You know what I'm saying? Like we had yeah. so much different audiences and you know people supporters from every different artist. Seeing everybody come through, like I haven't seen like some family members I haven't seen in years. You know what I'm saying? That usually don't bro, pop out to stuff like this. There is a lot of people that came from out of town, out of state. Yeah, bro. People that like, came and just wanted to come and have a good time. Like it was, it was crazy, dude. Like. That was the first time, like, I felt like I made it since Hurry Up Challenge was trending on Twitter, bro. Like, I was like, damn, man, I feel like a freaking superstar right now. But everything leading up to, like, planning everything, doing the concert, all the way up to my set, bro. Like, I was busy all the way up until I had to go on. And, like, running the show is, like, one thing, but performing at your own show is another another thing, thing. bro. Like, (laughs) it is freaking, like, stressful, bro. I didn't sleep in, like, freaking 48 hours. I had had drove back to Vegas because my grandpa just got admitted to the hospital. Yeah. He wasn't doing too good. And the night before the concert, I drove back. I wasn't going to come back. I I hit him good, hit him deal. I was like, bro, if I don't come back, man, the show got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I put too much time in this, but... My mom, he she told me, he's like, man, you know, grandpa will want you to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. got to go. So I was like, man, all right. Said my goodbye to my grandpa. And he's doing good now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I came back, brought my little brother. You know, like, I had to go pick up. Like, when I tell you, we were doing everything. We had to pick up Stephen G, check him into a hotel, take him to the venue. He had him want to go shop for shoes. He went, took him to the shoe shop, shout out Magic. And then take him back to the hotel, change, bring him back, like, Nigga, I was doing everything, bro. And then, like, um, shout out to PJ. He came through clutch, bro. Like, yeah. he blew a bag on me. Like, he didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we going to sit in the trenches together, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to help you out. So, shout out to him. That's my brother. Um, Theo helped me out with the with the bills and uh, Eddie, too. So, shout out to them. If it wasn't for them, bro, I, this, this show wouldn't be what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the after party was cracking. I was just, yeah. I was just, I was just happy, bro. I was happy with the, the day of the show. I was a little stressed out, but as soon as I got on and I got to enjoy seeing my brothers up there, man, it was just it was just happy, bro. Like I was just excited. What about you, Trunk? I mean, man, uh, that was your first show. You got to like DJ a whole show for these artists. So it was um, it was to an extent it was it was stressful for me because for the rehearsals and the sound checks, like not everyone came, and so. <laughs> It was just like, dang, like, how do I go about this? How do I go about that with this artist who didn't show up to soundcheck? And, then, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with everybody uh, on the lineup. And so, like, it, was, it wasn't anything I held over anyone's head. It was just like, dang, like, how am I going to wing this or how am I going to wing that as the DJ? And uh, the MC. We didn't have no oh, MC. Oh, yeah, bro. Dude, that. <laughs> that was a last-minute switch, bro. DJ, I mean, uh, freaking Theo had to MC my thing. And I already... Like, I'm already, like, not liking, like, the sound of my voice at all. <laughs> so, like, um, when people started hitting up uh, Baymax about emceeing the show for for this, for X amount of month, like, dollars and stuff like that, it was like, dang, we already down. I was 20000 in the hole. <laughs> we, we already down. In, in oh, a, my gosh. Like, people yeah. talk about a bag, like. We had holes in the bag. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was bad. It was bad, dude. And so, like, just we... We were just trying to look and see who we can who we can find, and just we had no one in mind to do or to MC, and so like, dang, I was like, dang, I got you, bro. I got you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, he was like, man, for real, like, yes, <laughs> Frank, dude. So then, like, when it came to uh, starting the show, like, I was already playing music and like, just putting the vibes out to have everyone come in, but when 
when Baymax was like, all right, we're going to start. And to kick off the, the lineup and the show, it was Aleph. Aleph was the first yeah. one. Oh, I enjoyed it, Brim. I enjoyed it. Man, and he, had, he even brought uh, Fat Rob. Fat Shout Rob out came Fat out Rob. Man, like those two are, are great performers as well. Hell yeah. And being that, they, that Aleph was the first person up and people were still trickling in, you know, there was feelings felt at that time. And just as an artist for Aleph and as a DJ, because I had to MC. Baymax kept like telling me like, all right, start it. Like he was just like, roll the show, roll the show. And I was like, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> welcome out. Everyone. You know, it, just, like, it, just, it was just something new for me to be on a big stage and to invite people and just to, to welcome my brothers out. It was, it was definitely a learning experience, but at the same time, as the show went on, I got more comfortable in it. And I'm not saying I'll do it again, but like it, <laughs> it just, it was something that had to be done. Yeah. But also like, it helped me get over a lot of things at that time. It was, so. a, it was a great learning curve for all of us. You know what I'm Man. saying? Um, bro, like, not, not many people know this, but when, on uh, my set, we did Love Me with C4 and Fatboy. And Fatboy had forgot his verse. So he's, <laughs> he told me, I said on the mic right before his verse, I'm like, man, y'all give it up for Fatboy. And he came and was like, hey, bro, I forgot my verse. He was going to try to, uh, like, cut it, make it, like, flow into my verse. Yeah. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And then Theo, like... I know he was feeling the pressure, but I was like, "Dude, you good?" He was like, "Yup, on the fly, Freaking man, clean, bro." <laughs> straight from the Cfo's hook, he skipped Fatboy's hook or, or Fatboy's verse and went straight into my verse, bro. Wow, like clean, bro. And not no, not many people know that, bro. bro. Except us that were bro. on stage, like both set of cheeks was clenched, bro. Right it was crazy. <laughs> I was saying, and I told him, I was like, "Bro, you a cold nigga for that, bro? Like you saved the set, man." Because Fat, Fatboy and Cfo, they they both was like. Like telling me like, ah, do I gotta do it? Can I do it? And I was like, man, it's y'all time to perform. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, man. But C4, I mean, he was, man, he was on one before his set, <laughs> before the concert, and when he when he got on for his, he just had fun. Yeah. But when it came to to performing Love Me, and Fat Boy was like, is there any way you can cut out my verse? I'm like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yes, whatever you say, Don. Yeah, <laughs> fuck my fuck my set, man. Nah. <laughs> nah, so when, when we did that it, and made it a, a clean cut and clean mesh into into Baymax's verse, and to hear everything come out, man, I was, it was like, crazy, bro. Oh, shoot, I gave him his props tonight. I was like, bro, you're the greatest DJ ever. Man. <laughs> it was just like I said, everything. Everybody learned something that night as yeah. far as performers. Some people at the door running the show, whatever DJing. It was. Shout out V and Celeste for running my ticket my, my ticket box. Man, Everybody was, that was that helped me out, man. I love you guys, Don. Bro, what did you tell your bank that you were you were that <laughs> negative in your bank? Like, hey guys, hey, don't shut my don't shut my shit yeah, down. Bro. Let me let me get it together. <laughs> I, I had to I had to like pull out so much tricks in the bag that I didn't know I had. Dude. Like it was crazy, bro. Like my bank was like what are you was, doing? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, are you are you money laundering anything? Like it was bad, bro. Like I was, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get it. In, like, I, the the crazy part I think Friday is I didn't pull out a loan. Like, I picked up hours. You know, what everything saying? was out of pocket. Bro. Everything was out of pocket, bro. Like, I paid my dudes, bro. Even my artists, I paid Stephen G. Y'all paid my car. You know, all of them, bro. Like, I'm a man of my word. You know what I'm saying? Like, some real shit, dog. If if there's anything, I'm, I'm gonna be a man of my word, bro. I'm gonna get you your bread. So, man of your word and man of your money, bro. That's, That's some is. real stuff right there, dog. Appreciate it. Respect. <laughs> What a oh, stressful man. time, man. That was, it was, man. 
I'm, I'm feeling stressed right now just thinking about everything. You just got like 10 degrees hotter. Than <laughs> and just, I don't know, like, I've, I've been with, like negative in my account, but I've never seen that big of an amount negative in. in bro, I, I mean, bro, I, go, I go negative like was, 200. I'm like, oh, shit. I know, bro. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> my man had negative four zeros in the yeah, I was like, damn. I was hoping it would be plus oh. 20,000. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'll take that L, bro. As long as everybody had a good night, everybody got home safe, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all that mattered to me. You know what I'm saying? I think just, just going out through through this whole episode that we've been through so far, like, just hearing your thoughtfulness as an artist yeah. is, like, speaks volumes, bro. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Like, I appreciate it, man. Real one, bro. For real. It's just bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always say it's, it's deeper than music. You know, I do it for my little brother. I do it for Issa. You know, the show was called Forever 50 show, Showcase. So, you know, everything was for him. The security was tripping on me. So, man, you got people that's, you know, giving each other lanyards that's not supposed to be back here. You know, you're losing money. I was like, man, I appreciate you, but money's not the issue with me right now, you know what I'm saying? Mm. As long as everybody's having a good time, you know, yep. let them slide. It's good. So that's like, we're just trying to look out for you. The security was good. Complex security, they were, they were looking out for me. It's like, we're trying to look out for you. But I was like, man, thank you, though. But, you know, as long as everyone's, you know, getting in, having a good time, like, I could care less. The show's going great. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. Yeah. Bro, like, to hear you not care about money and the amount or what you were going to make or what you lost – and for you to hear just to, like you cared about that whole night and that whole moment like that for you and others is like some yeah, real shit, man. Respect. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. But let's go into this next music break. Uh, this is a, one, man. one of my favorites off the album. It's called Toot Toot. Um, if you got a little dance to it, you know, show me some. You know, I want everybody to little dance to my music. So Damn. this is two two off the debut album, Summer work, Love. Work the shoulders, work the work the shoulders. Wait till that music video, man. Y'all wait, man. <laughs> that shit's clean, dog. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Okay, now to shift gears, we are gonna get into uh, the Wavy Collective. Yes. yes. And uh, on Ch- on Chunk's episode, we we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want you to just refresh the memory of what Wavy Collective was, <coughs> or what it is, mm-hmm. and how it came about, and then we'll get into Baymax experience with the first Wavy Collective, and then. I want you guys to collaborate on the second one that you guys had. So, oh yeah, yeah. Of so yeah, what 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 is Wave Wavy Collective for those who missed out? Uh, the Wavy Collective was inspired by um, Dreamville when Dreamville dropped the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three. That also came with a, a documentary of how J Cole uh, did the album, and he had a 
this mansion and every room had its own studio. So its own studio, its own producer, the producer's catalog and beats and artists would just go from room to room and they would just do their verses or see if there was feeling it and this and that. And so uh, with that, I just kind of plugged in the, their variables into my own equation with, with doing the wavy collective. And so we had our, our own producers, well, not our own, but we had invited uh, a handful of producers to come and participate. And they had just shut, set up shop with all their stuff and their equipment. And we invited um, a lot of artists. There was a lot. Um, I want to say like with producers and artists, like there was like almost 30 plus in this house. And this house, it, it was big enough to house everyone too. So um, what the Wavy Collective is, is just uh, an inclusive um, collective of just doing music and pushing out uh, good vibes, better vibes. And again, on this uh, camaraderie tip, like it's just, yeah. it makes it a lot, a lot of things mesh a lot better, a lot more smooth when, you know, like you, you know the person and you know this and you know how things work with another artist or engineer or producer. And so uh, at these wave collectives, we just, we're trying to build uh, each other up as far as music goes and everyone's individually or individual artistry, but also build these relationships because they're very important no matter how you you feel about people or the world. These relationships will definitely carry into something if you allow it, something that will be good and beneficial for the both of you. So. Yeah. And like Baymax, what was um, you going into that uh, Wavy Collective for the first time? Like you as an artist going to meet up with all these other artists that yeah. you probably have never worked with or met. Um, what was that experience like for you? Um, the experience was like <clears throat> like none other, bro. Like to be honest, I'm so used to working with you know just Fat Boy, uh, PJ. So to finally work with like actually engineer like. I was on, like, my engineering, like, bag that weekend, like, working with Bobby, Vanu, um, work with EJ, like, just different people to where some people that don't need auto-tune, some people that just rappers, yeah. some people, like, are real singers, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to tweak my engineering game to where, you know, it's not auto-tune heavy, like me and Fatboy. Um, like, that, that kind of helped me a lot as far as engineering. And then just hearing, like, just the different kind of vibes and, like, songs that each room was pushing out. Yeah. Like, it kind of, it wasn't competition, but it was to where, like, all right, man, y'all got a banger. I'm about to cook up a banger, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was busy. I got there a day late. Yeah. got there a day late, put it with Fatboy and them and PJ and Chico, and we was, like, I had to make up. So, like, as soon as we did the introductions, they was like, all right, man, it's time to get to work. I went straight up to the rooms. All right, man, who's up first? Man. I think Bobby and them came in. They was camping. In, they, they set up shopping there. They was bro. like, yeah, we're not leaving this room. <laughs> I had the upstairs room. Bang, bro. There's like 15 heads in there. That's when we did what? Creeping? Yeah. It was with Fatboy Ooh, and Bobby. Bro. Yeah. We knocked that one out. And then, like, since then, like, it was it was more me honing in on my engineering. So, as uh, other than an artist, 
the songs I was on, like I delivered on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was in a, I was in a like a headspace to where I needed to let it out, like mm-hmm. as far as an artist. But um, like whatever I, they needed from me as an artist, like a verse, a hook. You know what I'm saying? I was ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was knocking out those. And at the same time, whoever was next to come engineer, like, yeah. all right, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, and what you displayed on the first Wavy Collective album, I think for me, it was like seeing you take that first step of like, oh, Baymax is like, his growth is like, it's showing yeah. through that album that, you know, yeah. the songs that you were on, hook wise, even your verse on a song that I'm going to play. Uh, drunk thoughts. Oh, I think, bro. and I, 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 I don't want to give that too much of a, you know, shine. But I, yeah. your verse on that, you it's different. You you displayed something I have never seen from you as an artist, and I'm gonna play it for the people to uh, hear for sure. But yeah. and I'll just let you. Uh, we'll just talk about the, you know, more of the wavy collective night and stuff like that. Oh yeah, nah. Uh, everything, every song that I was on, like uh, I wanted to make sure it was the best of me. You know what I'm saying? And, like, at that time, it was the best of me. Like, I came back from, you know, the funerals, you know, heartbreak and, and all that. And, like, yeah, I just had a lot of stuff inside me that I had to get out. And Drunk Thoughts was one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, everything I spit in that verse. Like, I did. I took my time on it, but at the same time, it was still flowing because, you know, the wounds were fresh. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I spit, like, everything I said in there was, like, true to what I was feeling at the time. Like, just a, having it being a different one, like, I had hit him now, he had previewed it. I was like, hey, bro, can I hop on that? Just seeing if he would buy it, he was like, what? Hell, yeah, you can hop on this, so. And and, and just, just with Nas, like, what he had previewed at that time, bro. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> crazy crazy vocalist, bro. Yeah. Shout out Nas, man. When I, when I saw the track list and I saw you two on the song together, I was like, Iffy. Yeah, no, I was going, that's my first one I, I clicked on. Yeah. Oh, because I, I knew what Nas is capable of and that his voice is amazing. And I can't wait to have him on the podcast one day. Oh, yeah. But just to hear you guys just give off this, like, Man. I don't know, like a vibe that I don't, we haven't seen much of. Like, it was soulful. It Man, was just. There's, there's a reason why it's the most played song on the album. For real? Bro, yeah. Talk that shit. Yeah. <laughs> most played song on the album. It's because Man. of Nas, though. Nas killed that. Bro. The way he kicked that off, and then it segued in, in into your verse. It just it took a it took a <laughs> it took another lap around around the sun, and just like <laughs> dang that didn't I didn't expect that, and I'm I'm pretty sure like a lot of people who do follow you didn't see yeah. that coming either because. Bro, can I play the can I play the verse? Of course, man. <laughs> Guys, this is drunk thoughts by Nas, Nazareth and Baymax. Check it out. I, Boy. I could remember you, but I can't remember love. Swimming pools for the leaker. And I can't swim. Battling for your love and I can't win. To get lost in your eyes, you were the one I confided in. And then what? But then you gave up fighting. This is my whiskey blue. I can't chase the pain away. This is my whiskey blues. Tennessee and heartbreak. Speed it up. I gave you my heart. Tell me what more do you need? Alcohol, love, and prosperity. <laughs> if only you knew what you done to me. What you done to me. Yeah, yeah. 
Shout out to you, girl. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I told Baymax after I heard it. And my, my brother can contest it to, to what I'm about to say, too. A heartbroken Baymax is is a different <laughs> a different good. animal with a different pen and with a longer sheet to write on. It's 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 crazy. But <laughs> just, just 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 the fact that you turned to something sad that happened in a relationship that you guys broke off, but to get that verse from you and like that raw emotion from you, and just to hear you. I don't know. Just the way you put that verse together was like, it was special, man. Like, I, I played that shit back like five times after I heard the Dang, first time, bro. bro. Like, it was it was hard being vulnerable with I that. I you bet. know what I'm saying? I don't, like, I, don't, I don't like people seeing, knowing too much about my love life and stuff, but like, I don't want to look weak to people. Man. I don't want people to be like, man, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? But it was my first time being vulnerable and like, um, and I followed that up with like reasons. Yeah, that was another mm. time I was I was vulnerable and like reasons was was a, a one that like man I was like really broke down in the booth first time ever like I was crying dude. Were, were you alone? I was. That? Yeah, I was alone by myself, laptop on my lap, the mic in front of me, spit through the you know the first verse and then I heard it back, running back, and I was just like bawling in the booth, bro, like just realizing everything that you know what I'm saying I've been been through and knowing that you know it's it's going to be all right you know what I'm saying and to summarize everything in that verse everything that had been going on that had went on and to summarize everything in your verse in that 16 bro it's, it's I, a powerful verse man yeah but like um what was the response like you know releasing the the wavy collective album uh, from you and then you as an artist as well, just like um, to to be able to drop that album and to see the feedback that we we had received at that time and even now, like it it um it's it's low key like overwhelming in in the, in a lot of different senses, like uh, yeah. to give something to people to our people, but also to to those outside of the Polynesian community. It, um, like I said, it was overwhelming, but at the same time, it's it's us just throwing our hat in the ring to try and, and make it out to a different set of ears, like yeah. new listeners and even even more so like outside of our community because I, I feel and I firmly believe that everyone that has contributed to the Wave Collective, and that is tied in with me, with Baymax, with just all of our people, has the ability to to break out and to to make their sound and to, to contribute it to just outside listeners of or outside of our community, and to and I, I will I will forever tell that to everyone, to Baymax, to Bobby, to G. Uno, to to E who sings to whoever because you know it's it's support and it's love but it's also something that I really believe in and that's another reason why I put this wave collective together just so if individually there we're not getting results then the results will speak for themselves if we all hop on and we all just push together as a collective yeah so it's just me Helping my people reach other 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 artists 
as as friends, as uh, artists and artists, features and whatever and whatnot. And just trying to help. Just trying to do my part and really contribute to my community and my people. So, yeah. so I think as a community, you know, us all being Polynesian, you know, our, our our own people can bring us down a lot faster than we, you know, raise each other up. So <laughs> ain't that the truth? Just to For just sure. to bring them all together and just have them all feed off each other in a positive way and mm-hmm. create magic in this album they guys put out. Yeah. Um, it was great, man. But you guys did a second one, right? Uh, it, it's currently being worked on, and we just got to finish up just a few more tracks. It's to, so crazy, bro. So the the first album. <clears throat> Uh, was just a just a bunch of just <laughs> just a bunch of songs, I guess. It's like a playlist, almost uh, feel, right? Yeah, and uh, the feedback that I got most from people um, that I really took into consideration, and that I really took it to to just apply the next time was there's no kind of album structure, <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 to be honest, like. It, there really isn't because that first wave collective and Baymax can contest like it, bro. Like everybody was just at each other's necks Yeah, to, to be honest. And so when it came to just doing music and recording things and when we would, when some artists would go into different rooms and listen to what they got, it was more so like, dang, that's tight. But sub the subtitle and the under caption for that is like, yeah, I'm about to make something uh, way watch better. This. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> and so like that that was the the type of environment that the first one had and it kept everybody up and it kept yeah. everybody pushing. <clears throat> and so with every every song that was that was put on the album for the first one it it was just more so like oh yeah well I, I can do this. Oh that sounds good but I'm going to do this better and, and yeah. it, it was just more so a, a competitive edge than more than a structured album, <laughs> so but it brought the best out of all of us, dude. It did, and so like, and it got us all locked in with each other for the yeah. most part. And so, uh, the second album, uh, is is it is completely different from the first. Um, Crazy. There isn't very much of a any kind of similarity, and if there is anything similar from the first to this one that that's being finished. It's just the vibes. The vibes is immaculate, and the vibes don't lie. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so, like uh, the second one, it, it's it's there's different sounds, different genres, and uh, everything just more complete. Yeah, and everything just sounds a lot more mastered, along with mm. the, the the completion. And so, with everyone that is, um, is on the second album, um. Compared to the first, the first album was more so like, man, I'm gonna take my time and and getting this together and see how I want to approach this with my verse and on this song. The second one, it was more so like, yeah, I know what I'm gonna do with this. Yeah, I'm gonna know what I'm gonna write. I know what I'm gonna talk about. I know what I'm gonna rap and sing about too. So everyone was ready this time around, and to to see the readiness and the artists that had came and contributed to each song on this, this upcoming album. It, uh, it was definitely something to see. Shout out to Mad Matt, our Mad Matter. He, uh, he produced, uh, most of the songs, if not all of them 
on the second album. And my man was working that weekend. <laughs> are, are there more females on the second album? Uh, actually, there are. There Ooh. are more. And so um, <laughs> we still have uh, Rain. Rain was the only girl on the first uh, uh, she yeah she was nice on that on that track killed it yes and so if you liked her on that the second album really does uh, give her more of a spotlight on what she can do and her mm-hmm. versatility and everything Ooh, shout out Chris go. too at Red Light yeah Chris at Red Light really helping us with, with all this stuff too so uh, we have Rain we have Lana V from the Moon Gang. Let's go. Moon Gang, gang, gang. And then we Bitch, have. Bitch, I ain't Del Rey. No Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> we have Miscommunicated. Uh, she also was a, a new body that we had that was also just willing, willing to come, willing to uh, really sharpen her iron as far as her artistry goes. Mm-hmm. And she can rap and she can sing. So with that, she's yeah. really trying to just figure out what she wants to do more, more of. And so. Miscommunicated, Lana V, Rain, and we had uh, Gina Marie. Yes, sir. <laughs> Gina Marie. Um, she is just a very uh, exuberant. Uh, she she got vocals. I mean, and, and the and the the girls do too. The other girls, but she's more so of a uh, dang. I, I don't know. Like, just I don't know how to explain it. Gina Marie. She. She, she knows really, what she wants, bro. She knows how she wants things to sound as far as she goes. And Ooh. and when it comes to her recording and the way she does want to, to record her her vocals is uh she'll she's not try she's not scared to try and really harmonize like this or try and hit this note or try and do take it down this and so for, for Gina Marie to be amongst all these other girls, it the girls that are on this second album really play off of how they sound. And so, yeah. yeah. And so like they, they do a really good job of playing into their own energy and really feeding off of each other. And so there's a song where all, all four of the girls are on, on, uh, and it's, I'm not going to say the name of it, but all four girls are on the same track and it's just all girls, all girls. Let's go. And so, each girl um, with their verse and just how the, the hook comes in and everything, everything. Yeah. It's about to be a lot of uh, women this. empowerment on, <laughs> on this yeah. album. And so, and I definitely wanted to get a song with all the girls too, because the lack of the female presence in the first one, Yeah, no, no shade to, to rain for holding it down, but yeah. Real quick. I want to shout out Sammy and Bio. They stepped it up big time with the second Man. album, bro. Like, whoa, they only had one song in the last one? Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, P only had Emotions. That's right. And, Sammy was and on Sammy it. too, yeah, yeah. They, they both was on that same song. I that was the only song bro, that they had. Wait till you hear what these, they've been in their bag, Yeah, bro. but they, they was working. They was working this second time around, yeah. so... So, so should we be expecting this by the end of the year or early next year? No, it's going to be definitely before this the year ends. So, um, initially, we wanted to drop it uh, right when summer hit because summertime is just an amazing time for everybody. So, uh, due to a lot of things happening in all of our lives, (laughs) whether it be personal or just as a group. 
we kind of just pushed things back and, and kept pushing it back. But now that things have calmed down and has enabled us to to work on everything, um, my estimation for the the drop of this album is probably the end of next month. And if not the end of next month, it'll be definitely the beginning of October. So Ooh, let's get spooky, baby. Yes, sir. Peekaboo. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for you guys, man. And just like what you guys put on with the Wavy Collective is amazing. Hell so yeah. man. It, but again, with the Wave Collective, if, if the invite does reach you, please come. Please. Please come because it, it's definitely an experience that I would, I would love uh, those who are invited to to have and to enjoy and to also just be, be tied in and locked in with us. Cause yeah. we're probably the coolest people around. <laughs> I'll sign your susus. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this next wave collective, um, again, will be in December. We haven't really pinpointed a, a specific date, but in December. And if you, if you get, if you do get that invite, Please come. I need to get there, bro. I need. I need. To, I need to get there. Come, please. Shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you too. <laughs> come. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. So let's let's shift gears a bit. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the roast review tournament that you were in. Oh my gosh. Um. That's something Whoa. that's held on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know the guy's name. Sorry. But you competed in this tournament, and it's kind of like a bracket of artists, and they play their songs and. Whoever yeah. advances, they pick yeah. what song is better, mm-hmm. advances in the tournament. So I know you had, I think Murphy Lee was judging one of your songs. Yeah. Or Murphy Lee from the St. Lunatics, if you guys don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, ask that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Frick, it definitely has, you know, the tension and eyes on it. So, I mean, what was that like competing against artists that you'd never even heard of or stuff like that? It, it, it was cool, man. It was, it was a crazy experience. Um, I knew, like, First couple of rounds, I could have, I knew I was gonna bag them. You know what I'm saying? Like, not being cocky, but just knowing that, you know, I was confident in my work. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and like my following, um, I knew they were gonna come through with the votes and stuff. But um, the whole experience was just like it was a, uh, it was a good like uh, stepping stone for me. Um, just having you know your music on a different platform, having different artists and their audiences, you know. Yep. listening to you and stuff and like some of them show love most of them you know always root for their hometown hero but you know what I'm saying just putting your body of work you know up against other people's body of work you know what I'm saying other people that's been doing it longer than you and you know just seeing how you stack up against other artists and yeah. you know hearing it from like people that's made it you know what I'm saying like KO Murphy Lee um, what's the name Clint Sparks like Clint Sparks I was I was I, w- I felt like I won because, you know, he voted for my song. You know what I'm saying? Pivot. But, mm. um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites off that uh, Fat Boy and uh, Baymax EP. Hey, man, check banger. that one out. But, banger, um, banger, 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 banger. You know, just just having, you know, people that's made it in the industry, you know what I'm saying, establish themselves, listen to your music, bro. And, you know, that's, that's a blessing in itself. So Yes, sir. It was, it was a great experience, man. The Roasting Review, shout out to Dan, shout out to Kaya. Okay, so before we get into the keep it a buck closing questions, okay, <laughs> I want to ask you how does Baymax top a success uh, a very successful twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three? How do you top this year for you and the next year? Um, 
the way I'm going to top this year, I told Theo this year was more about pushing the brand, you know, to hurry up. Yeah. Um, I want people to know, like, you know what I'm saying? You got numbers, you got moon game, you got cutthroat mode, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, Zeus Baymax rocking with. So it's more so pushing hurry up, you know, more visuals. I want to top, you know, this year with more visuals next year. And then next year um, I'm planning on throwing the show. Um, I'm planning on Vegas. We'll see how that goes, but it's gonna be big. It's gonna be bigger than my last show. So, man, watch out for that. Hell yeah, yeah. So that, that that's that's how I'll, I'll top this album. Is more stress and more trauma for us, baby. <laughs> Let's go. You know what I'm saying? More stress, more sex. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm, I'm just like I'm happy that we did this, and like everyone who hears this gets the more of a understanding of who you are, and yeah. just besides what they. Read the tweets on Twitter and like <laughs> what they hear in songs. They man. they finally got to <laughs> yeah, know who man. Baymax is and like a real ass dude. And appreciate it. Man. So I'm a cool dude, man. So hell yeah. <laughs> but you want to introduce this next song before we get to keep it but closing questions for sure. Um, this is called the Nasty Slide off my uh, debut album Summer Love and keep an eye out for the music video dropping soon. Yeah. Girl, I like the way you. Oh, this video about to be crazy. <laughs> Bro. Shout out to Donovan. Oh, we like it. Oh, yeah. Nasty slide. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is a segment that I, I feel like everybody loves who listens to this podcast. It's to keep it about closing questions. Um, I like to ask my guests these questions. It's more of a rapid fire questions, but you can go into as much depth as you want with these answers. Okay. But, you know, it's kind of a way to get to know you more from the stuff that we've talked about already. So, you ready, bro? Let's do it. <laughs> Question number one, what is the best advice you have ever received? Um, stay true to yourself and don't worry about the money. The money's going to come. Don't let money dictate, you know, your artistry. Man. Yeah. Oh, and don't, don't be afraid to fail. Mm. Advice you would give our listeners right now? Um, take that risk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't be afraid. Don't shy away from the moment. The spotlight. Take that risk. And, you know, if you lose, lose hard. Fail hard. But learn from it. You Send that saying? text. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to fail, fail hard, man. And learn from it. Bro, this is a question that I came up. It's not just something different. Okay. All right. You have to pick question one or two. One of these questions is PG, and one of these questions is Reddit R. <laughs> so pick one or two. Um, what's the first one again? You have to pick question one or two. Okay. One of, one, one of the questions is a PG question, Reddit okay. PG, and the other question is Reddit R for the next You got to pick one. You have to pick one. So um, I can ask you. I so you can answer it. Pick one or two. Um, number two. <laughs> uh, number <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two? Number two, let's get it. Shit. Okay, you picked the rated PG question. What's the nastiest thing you ever, you've ever eaten? 
Uh, now she's diarrhea oh. and uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I ate some booty, bro. So now she's thing I'm eating, but I like it. You know, it's nasty to other people. I, it's not nasty to me. I've never done that. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, just, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what's, can I answer the lady one? Yeah, what's the nastiest thing you've ever done in bed with a lady friend? Oh, nastiest thing I've ever done? <laughs> Frick. Uh, Frecka. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably kiss her after I, I, uh, I ejaculated in her mouth. Ooh. Somebody next, so yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty nasty Oh sorry <laughs> Damn sorry mom Alright let's go <laughs> Moving on Favorite song of all time Or at the moment Oh favorite song At the moment I'll probably say um, Grown by Airplane James Oh yeah His whole album The most, his most recent project Is a banger bro I gotta check that out Check it out man um, Your favorite movie Or favorite show Of all time Or you can do both If you want Favorite show of all time probably be Game of Thrones. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, season two right now. Oh, that. bro, it's about to get cracking, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> my favorite movie of all time, and it's got to be between. I got three. It's either between Grease, mm. it's either, and then uh, Fifty First Dates and Hitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> solid, solid three. Thank you, man. All right, man. <laughs> One of these artists. You you get to pick what artist you want to work with, and the other one is doesn't exist. Okay, all right. Ty Dolla Sign or Blast? Oh my gosh! Oh man! Uh, you get to work with one of them. One of them. Damn, Damn. I gotta go with I gotta go with Ty, bro. Ah! I gotta go with Ty, Let's man. Go. I did, sure. I didn't know how you were going to react to that question. Bro, but just just the way you, I don't know, the way I listen to your music, I thought this would be a, a good comparison. Yeah, bro, because Ty Dolla Sign was an influence on me before Blast got big, you know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like Ty Dolla Sign was the original, you know, voice of Nate Dogg before they started mm. labeling Blast that. So, talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sheesh. All right, next <laughs> song. Or not next song. Uh, next question. Favorite song of yours you love to perform? Favorite song of mine that I love to perform probably be Intermission. Oh, my favorite, bro! I love performing that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. If you could go back and tell your eighteen-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Dang, eighteen. Eighteen. I will tell myself, start doing music right now. Don't wait, man. That's one thing I regret is like starting music early, but you know everything works out. So yeah, it does. And then, like being a on YouTube and being a reactor now, like that's the one thing I regret is not starting sooner. Yeah, bro, so. for sure. We'll say we should, we we all share the same regret. Yeah. <laughs> so start now, people. Just do it now. All right, man. Last one before we go to the intros. Do it. When someone, if if someone were to say, "Who is Baymax?" What song are you going to show that person? Um, probably reasons, man. I think reason is like that's the most, you know, purest form of myself, and you know, me just that's that's the most I let you see of you know my personal life and things that I go through, you know, struggles and stuff. So I'll say reasons for sure. Oh yeah, nice man. All right, bro. That that's the end of the the episode. Uh, just plug in whatever you want, whatever you got coming up, uh, your IG, whatever. For sure. Do your thing, bro. Talk your shit. Um, 
if you follow me on Instagram at Baymax underscore, you can follow me at Twitter at Baymax. Um, be on the lookout for two music videos that I'm planning on dropping this year. Uh, Hurry Up Challenge 2 coming out next month. And uh, I hope you guys are ready, man. I hope you guys are ready for what Hurry Up has in store. And, you know, the whole camp and Baymax, man. So I'm excited, bro. Next year, um, planning for October for the show. So keep an eye out for that as well. Bro, I'm glad that we could just get this episode out. And, uh, you know, we've been planning this for a while now. But I'm just yeah. so glad I get to call you family. And just to see your growth from afar is is amazing thing to see. And I can't wait for people to hear this episode, bro. And thank you, man. Appreciate you having Chunk, me, bro. Chunk, thank you for being on, bro. Hey, I always man. love you, man. Let's hurry up. <laughs> but for the closing song, Baymax is going to, you know, put it out and uh, let it close the episode, bro. Hey, you heard it here first. The one and only, the flyest, the grooviest podcast out today. Keep it a buck. This is Bonnie and Clyde featuring my brothers Fat Boy and Chico G off my debut album, Summer Love. Run that up. Dang, Fat Boy, you did this? Go ahead, chop that up then. I hate you, Fat Boy. Nope. Hey, you gotta let Chico's verse ride on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna play it, bro. Yeah, we're gonna let Chico's go. Love. Let's Chico, go, bro. bro. Come on, baby. Azura. <laughs> What's the area code? A16? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go, dog. <laughs> Man, it's hurry up up in here. Hurry up, ENT. Hey, y'all, keep it a buck. Appreciate y'all. Love you.